Right, so my name's Mel, um, I'm 21 years old, I'm from Australia, um, but I currently live in Phuket, Thailand and I'm training out of Tiger Muay Thai. Um, I'm a pro-female MMA fighter, so that's pretty much why I'm here at Tiger, is to continue to train and develop my career. I grew up in a town called Newcastle, which is on the east coast, uh, and that's pretty much where I grew up my entire life. Um, so when I, when I was in Newcastle, you know, I was going through school and I kind of had a, a very traditional path set out for me, you know, school, university, continuing to a job from university. And then when I was about 17, I kind of wanted to get fit and I, I started at a MMA gym. Um, didn't really know what MMA was, to be honest. And then from there, it kind of really changed my life and the direction of my life and um, opened up so many more opportunities within Australia and outside of Australia. You know, I've been traveling for fight shows and I've traveled a lot of Southeast Asia just through MMA. So um, Australia is always going to be like a, it's, it's home for me, you know, but um, I have a, a really strong love of Thailand, which is part of the reason why I, I chose Thailand to become an ex, expat here. But yeah, Australia and Newcastle as well, the beaches in Newcastle and, and that will always feel like home to me as well. So I kind of, I've got a few roots in a few different places, but um, yeah, I am Australian, but I, I, I love Phuket as well. Did you start with MMA or did you have did. some other? Oh, you did start with yeah. MMA. So talk about that, you know, stepping yeah. in and beginning with straight MMA. Yeah. So this has a little bit of a story behind it. Um, but when I was 17, I, I wanted to learn kickboxing. I didn't really know what kickboxing was, to be honest. I didn't know what Muay Thai was. Um, just was like boxing with kicks. That sounds kind of fun. That sounds like something that I'd be interested in. Um, and tried to get a couple of friends to come with me, found a gym online. None of my friends ended up coming and I, I walked into a gym and said, look, like I want to start training. And they said, no worries, you know, come tomorrow um, and you can start tomorrow. And I said, okay, great. And then I walked in and my first ever class was an advanced jiu-jitsu class. I had not a clue what jiu-jitsu was. I had not a clue what MMA was. Um, and the first thing was, you know, some guy that I didn't know pulling me into guard and going, okay, this is guard. And I'm going, oh my God, what? <laughs> but um, I went back the next day and the day after that and then fell in love with the sport and have been in MMA pretty religiously um, since that day. So I, I didn't actually start with anything other than MMA. So that's kind of how it all happened for me is I didn't know what it was and I was already training it. So kind of chose the path for me really. <laughs> all right, so now how did you end up here in Phuket? Yeah, so after my first fight, which was 2016, um, I had a, a friend that I was traveling with at the time who said he'd been to Tiger Muay Thai before. Um, he's my now current partner, but <laughs> um, he'd been to Tiger Muay Thai and he said, look, you know, if you love this sport, Thailand's just, it's a, a different realm of training. It's so much more intense than what we're used to in Australia. And there's a level of talent here that you can't get anywhere else in the world, you know, and you can't get coaching like this anywhere else in the world. So um, he said, come to Tiger Muay Thai, we'll travel, we'll see a bit of the world and, and things like that. And so I just came along and, and discovered Tiger Muay Thai and, and really just fell in love with Thailand about that time as well. So. Since, you know, moving over here, how much, how has your development been going? Oh, it's phenomenal, you know, like, like I was saying before, you can't beat the coaching and the training here and just the level of talent that walks onto the mats every day. You've got everyone from 1FC fighters, Bellator fighters, Invicta fighters, UFC fighters, like all training on the same mat, you know, training under the same coaches. And um, you really just can't beat that level of intensity, I guess. So as far as developing as an athlete, like this is, 
this is the place to be and it will remain to be the place to be for a while, I think. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy how much, just even the first time I did two weeks here, how much my training changed um, from that point. And it's been a really big part of my development, all the trips that I've done here. And that's why I ultimately chose Tiger Muay Thai to move here is because of all the development that it, it brought to my career. So, Other than, you know, development and fighting, has there been other changes you have made since moving over here that you did not implement when you were in Australia? Definitely health-wise, um, the, the food choices, like it's, you'll hear people talk about it on the soy, it's really hard to be unhealthy <laughs> in this part of Thailand. It's really hard to find chocolate and ice cream and lollies. So, you know, every day you're going and you're eating fresh vegetables and chicken and rice and, and just, it's really um, a shift in your overall health and your overall eating. And even I find, um, I grew up on the coast, I love the beach and, you know, for nine months of the year, you can't swim in the water in Australia because it's too cold where I'm from. So um, I love the summer, I love the heat, I love sweating all the time on the mat. So I really love being here and, and being in the heat. It feels healthier for me, so. If there are any struggles, you know, everybody considered it paradise, but are there any struggles, you know, as a up and coming fighter here in Phuket? Um, the lack of Tim Tams, mostly. <laughs> um, uh, I think it's kind of hard. There is a fair bit of competition to be seen and to be recognized over here. There is a, a, like a large pool of talent and a large depth of um, people, which is great for your growth as a fighter, but when you're someone that's trying to be recognized on the scene, some people will find that as a little bit of a setback, but I think for your overall growth, it's, it's probably a, a good thing in the long run. Um, yeah, just and, and money struggles, obviously, as a, a young fighter moving overseas and, and bringing your life here. Um, it's quite a costly, <laughs> costly way to do it, but it's definitely worth it, like I said, for, your, for the long run. All right, let's talk about your career so far. You know, you made your pro debut in 2016. Talk about going into that fight, what, what transpired. That's a, another one as well that I kind of walked into fairly blindly. <laughs> as I've been famous for in my career. But um, I, I, I debuted at 18 years old. Um, and as a female at that time, it was you fight pro or you don't fight anyone at all. So um, I walked into that fight with 18 months training experience, which is now as you get further into your career, you realize how crazy that is to walk into a cage with 18 months experience. But um, I had you know great people looking after me that camp and I walked into it and uh, got hit in the face with a four-ounce glove for the first time and realized how much it hurts. <laughs> um, but also how much I, I loved it and how much it continued to make me fall in love with the sport. Um, it was it was probably not very nerve-wracking until the cage door locked and then everyone has that moment of where your adrenaline hits and you realize, oh my God, this is real. I'm, I'm fighting someone hand-to-hand. -hand. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a, a life-changing um, experience and I was fairly inexperienced in MMA at the time, so it was, it was a huge part of um, understanding that this is where I want to go with my, my life and my career. You know, you, you fought for the second time yep. the next year at Brace, which is a much bigger, yep. you know, promotion yep. than your first, yep. uh, your debut, right? Now, you, it was a very close fight. Yeah. Talk about, you know, you were, you, you know, you jumped into your pro debut and then your second fight, you, you had some experience, but you go in there and you fight hard and but it's such a close fight and then you come out on the losing end how did that feel for you you know oh, um 
that's a, a fairly, I guess, emotional topic for any fighter to touch upon um, losing a split decision, especially um, sometimes, you know, you may not always feel like you came out of that, that cage and, and you lost that fight. But um, I think overall people talk about, you know, you, you win or you learn. And I, I've learnt a lot from, I've got two decision losses. One of them was a fight of the night on my debut and, and one of them was a split decision. Um, and I think they're going to be two of the hardest fights of my career just from the, the lessons that they brought and the, the emotions that they did bring afterwards and, and how much it, it hurts as a, you know, it, they talk about the sport being the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows. And it, it was a, a huge low for me in my career, but it, it motivates you every day. It pushes you every day, you know, to um, overcome that struggle. And a lot of people can't handle that and they end up quitting the sport, you know, but that's not me. I, I love this sport, so I'm going to use it to, to push myself and to continue to grow. And um, I really took some time after that fight to work on my skills and to work on the reasons why it was a close fight and why I, I didn't dominate, you know, and um, I'm coming into the next fight better prepared because of that loss, you know. Yeah, you do. You did take some time after that fight. It's been over two years, yes, right? And you're yes. returning. Yeah. In that time, have you been here the whole time? No, I haven't. Um, so I, I moved here in January of this year, so the end, end of January. Um, but during that time, I initially took about six months. Um, and then I ended up having a pretty catastrophic knee injury. So I also had to rehabilitate that, um, come off that, <laughs> you know, um, tearing ligaments in your knee is, is a quite a lengthy process. So that's part of the reason why it's actually been so long. It would have been, you know, six months if it could have been six months. But unfortunately for me, that's how things go. And um, it's a, also another reason that pushes me and motivates me is overcoming something like an injury like that to move on to the next one and, and feel good and feel ready to go. So. Yeah, um, that's, you know, you went through a lot yeah. in your first couple of years as a professional. Yeah. Yeah. You know, taking that time off is probably the best medicine, you know, yeah, you could exactly. have probably, right? Yeah. Now you're going into your third fight, Eternal MMA 45. You're taking on Chelsea Hackett on May 25th. Talk about that fight and your opponent. You know, what are your thoughts on her? Um, so this is a, another funny Mel walking into something blind leads, but... Um, I saw the promoter Eternal MMA put up uh, a couple of weeks ago that they were looking for a last minute replacement. Um, and I messaged Cam and I said, look, I'll be on a plane tomorrow and I'll fight for you Saturday. Um, and of course, flying back to Australia and things, the, the timeline didn't quite line up. But um, from that, he offered me the fight. He said, you know, if this is a fight that you want, a matchup that you want, and I said, yes. Um, so I believe Chelsea's a, a Muay Thai girl. Um, and that's about as far into it as I've looked. You know, I, I, I really just wanted to focus on myself and, and how I'm preparing for the fight rather than what my opponent might do. Um, but I, I have a pretty clear game plan in my head of, of how it, everything's going to go down and I'm, I'm really looking forward to having a, a good fight against a tough opponent. So, um, yeah, it's, that's about it on that. <laughs> you know, I think this fight is very pivotal for you. You know, yeah. you've been through so much, yeah. you know, in the first couple of years. And you've been training for so long now, just focused on pretty much your training camp has been longer than normal. You know, normal yeah. training camps are like eight weeks or whatever. You've yeah. probably been in training camp for yeah. how long, you know, it's so long. So um, going into this fight, what are the emotions like for you preparing? Yeah, it's it's pretty intense. I mean, um, 
obviously everyone's everyone's got a, a little bit of fear and doubt but mostly it's I feel like it's my time you know I, I feel completely ready to go and I um, I kind of look back on when I made my debut and I, I laugh at the, the confidence that I had going into that cage compared to where my skill level is now. You know, I, part of me can't believe that I, I managed to do it on such little skill and such little experience in training. So now I'm so much more experienced. So I, I have great confidence um, that this fight's going to go my way and it's going to be a, a, a really good fight for me. So I'm, I'm pretty excited more than anything. And I just, I just want it done, you know, I want it here. I want it to be tomorrow. So um, I, I, I pretty much can't wait for it now. It's been too long, so. <laughs> I know you're just focused on this fight coming yeah. up, but do you have any long-term goals for yourself? Do you have, you know, where do you want to be in the next couple of years? Um, ideally in the next couple of years, I'll, I'll get signed to a reputable promotion. Um, start looking at, obviously I'm based in Southeast Asia and, and 1FC is kind of the standard in Asia at the moment. So um, looking forward at the future, I'd, I'd love to be fighting on 1FC and they've really signed some of the best of the best in the region. So I'd love to test myself and, and test my skills and ultimately just continue on from there, you know, keep succeeding at, at what I do and what I love. So.